Welcome to the Lighthouse Experiment, a Freedom Center Church podcast. Welcome back to the Lighthouse Experiment. This week, it is Jim Parkin and myself, Ashley Chandler. Welcome. What's up? Should I start? Should we start calling me pastor so I get used to it? Because I'm not used to it, man. <laughs> Maybe. Like, pastor Jim Parkin. <laughs> so the other, like last week, a dude was walking me down, coming out of the hospital. Yeah. That listens. He, somebody who listens to the show and, and all this other stuff. I think he watches the live stream of church. Okay. And was calling me pastor, and I just kept walking because I'm not used to hearing that. Pastor, pastor, pastor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. And then he came up, grabbed my arm. I'm like, "What's up?" And he said, "You are like Pat, the pastor for Lighthouse Experiment, right?" And I was like, uh, "Yeah, yep, oh, yep, yep." yep. <laughs> my bad. Still my not bad. used to it. <laughs> anyway, pretty funny. But that's true, though. I mean, if you're not used to being, it just kind of goes in one ear and out the other, especially when you're right. working. I mean, you were on, on the I job. I was doing work, that crazy stuff. But yeah, it's good. big things, big things happening. It's it's that change over time. It's right. I was thinking about it yesterday. It's nice when everything is in a groove and you can just kind of go on autopilot in some mm-hmm. ways because you can really get into that. But when you have to think about your footing and your stepping at first, you know, there's a little bit of extra mental and physical work that goes into that. And it's not bad. It's just, it takes energy. And I think we have to give ourselves a little bit of grace and understanding that it takes, requires extra energy on that part. And that's okay. It doesn't, nothing that we do for the first time is going to be effortless. It's going to require that intention, which requires energy and, and oftentimes requires some change and growth and stuff. So you know. Well, you know, it's just like starting out as a brand new EMT or paramedic. You're new on the rig, and when they that call information, those notes come across your computer. When you're new, you think it, that is precisely what it is you're going to see. <laughs> yes, you do. You know, and then then as it goes, you learn that it's really almost never exactly what was written. You know, from time to time, but usually not. That's crazy. It's okay. crazy, but it's just yeah. it's just kind of just getting used to kind of going with the flow. It's kind of like that missionary mindset. Yeah. You know, you've been on missions trips where it's you just have to ride the wave, man. You just go gotta ride the wave. With the flow is what we literally yeah. were told before we went to Haiti. It was go with the flow. Yeah, because you know, everything you make... is always changing. Yep. Yep. And you make your best you best your guess, the best plan, and you, you just have to you have to be flexible. I mean, one, yeah. just for the sake of, I mean, even, even with being in, in movement, like physical movement or being active, the more you're not so abrasive and, and hard on bracing yourself, the less you're physically going to damage something or, or break right. something. Right. So in the same way, it doesn't mean that you don't care. It doesn't mean that you go with an apathetic mindset. It just means you have to be willing to just kind of embrace the unknown right. is going to come and then just know that you're going to do whatever you need to do at that time and figure it out. Yeah. Well, it's cool. Cause this will segue us in. <laughs> so like right now, what we're going to talk about today on this show is this kind of in the Genesee County EMS kind of community right now, 
we're dealing with this huge shortage of staffing <sighs> and of rigs. So like what that means for our non-EMS listeners is that you could literally fall out of a tree onto your driveway and, you know, your family could call 911 and you could be told it's going to be a while. We have no available units. Mm. And that's, you know, there's theories as to why um, our medical executive director put said to the news that he's blaming COVID and being overtaxed and people are, you know, by overtaxed, I mean, overworked people are getting sick and having to go on quarantine. And there's that. And then there's other agencies that have come into town and they've hired people with like for the good money, like good money for starting out brand new EMT. So let's be realistic. Like, which among you that have been doing it as long as I have wouldn't have taken this kind of cash for starting out? The answer is nobody. But the problem is, is the way that in particular this company is set up, they're effectively outsourcing everybody to different counties to cover where their business model leads them. So then you have very few people left in Genesee County. Mm, okay which means we're all taking twice the number of calls and it's people are having to wait and it takes longer to get people transferred out of the hospital, which affects the movement in the hospital, right? which overworks the nurses in the emergency room and the ICU and everything else. Well, and from what I hear, the staffing is the shortage is not just, first response on the ambulances it's also in the ERs and the hospitals yeah. right now too so the whole yeah, medical industry is not only under a lot of pressure but also additionally because people have been laid off they've quit yep check <laughs> you know well and and if you really look at it too like look at look at both industries look at nursing right well all of it healthcare and then first responders after this summer, we're in the middle of the pandemic or like right in the throes of the first lockdowns, mm-hmm. you know, then we have unrest and everyone's mad at police. And so the language was like, why would anybody want to be a cop now? So they'll suffer a shortage because no one wants to do that job if everybody hates them. Right. Well, now <laughs> we've shifted into healthcare and and EMS as to who wants to do this in the middle of a global pandemic. Like, why would you, right? right? Like, why would you jump off into this when it's so busy and so hard and so sketchy? So there's a little bit of that. No one's signing up for classes. No one, you know, so, and it's, it's it's interesting too, because I've had this conversation. I had it with another buddy of mine and he was like, just shut me down. It's like, well, that's different, you know, and kind of leaning towards the thought process as well. It's not really that big. Of, it's not really a pandemic and, and these other things. And I would just say on behalf of the community I work in, it's like when we, when we're talking about this, this COVID stuff and how hard it's been, it's not for people to say, Oh, we feel bad for you. And then all this other stuff is because we're like right next to people that are sick and dying. And right. we're really taking these people and, I don't know about what, you know, what politics is saying. I don't care about that. What I know is that on whatever any given Wednesday that my partner, I transported five people one time, all of whom were having severe symptoms 
of COVID-19. And so like, it's, it's very real and people are super burnt out and tired and working very hard. And now we're in this season where (laughs) there's nobody to respond (laughs) or it seems like, like it's the most bizarre thing that I've ever heard is when the 911 dispatcher says like, like all EMS providers, basically it's like a plea. If you can hear this and you can make yourself available, we have calls pending, you know? And then to be like, if I'm honest, to be like, huh, well, I'm not going to be the first guy. To, you know what I mean? I'm, just, I'm writing up this call I just got done with. Like, I'm still in the hospital and this is on my radio. I'm, yeah. You know, the right thing to do is obviously pick up the pace. But, like, I don't think anybody would say, I'll be the guy I want to. I want to do, you know, I want to get called out 13 times. In 12 hours, <laughs> you, know you, you can't do that every day either. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. That's so, very interesting. So I guess what I want to touch on today is like, how are we going to navigate this? And I've, I've spoke on it before is kind of this idea of like, you were chose for this or you chose it. You feel called to it, to do this. So I think the important thing is not let all these these side things like where, however we got to this spot or we're running on limited resources, we're here now. Right. So let's not get super caught up in why we got here or how we got here, but like, what do we do from here? Right. And so I think it takes like a recalibration or reset. Be like, why did I do this to begin with? Like, what was I thinking? What was, what was the dream? What was my mindset? Why did I start this? crazy EMS gig, you know, I know for myself, I have to do that. And the further along I go, the more frequently it has to happen. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. At different times. I mean, I, I mean, just this morning talking about, you know, what are my goals in the next few months? What are the things that I'm working towards? And if it's all rolling around in my head, then oftentimes it gets so blustery up there. It's hard to make heads from tails and figure out what the next step is. But if I right. can kind of outline and going back to goal, like why, why am I doing this? And for a lot of folks, I mean, especially if they're in it and they love it, I mean, talking to a family member, like they, this is what they were born to do, but they're over all of this too. You right. know what I mean? So, I mean, I think it's, <laughs> you know, it's like looking at the family that has like eight kids. So it's like, well, you, you signed up for it. Yeah. But it doesn't mean that it's not hard. It doesn't mean that it's right. not taxing, you know? So, so yeah, like what, what, what can we do today to make those steps towards walking out of this? Well, you know, right. cause now we're at a different place of what this all right. looks like with different needs and different, like what you're saying, recalibrating. Okay. What do we need today? What do mm-hmm. we need to focus on today? So, I mean, what, what does that look like? I mean, does it, I mean, does it even impact like schools and colleges and how they're taking classes or not taking classes and being on yeah. I mean, you were even saying that there's, are students even allowed to do hours on the ambulances yet? Nope. So, I mean, like, how can you get new people in the industry if you're not allowing? Right. right. Like my partner you know? was set to finish his medic program in December <clears throat> and they went to where they couldn't do clinicals like right. in the hospital. So he's actually been pushed off to the end of February. 
So, I mean, how do you, so yeah, that's like 20 something people probably that is, that's 20 new paramedics that can't be new paramedics or even attempt to test because of, you know, and that's, so that's nationwide. And I mean, I get that, but at what point do you hold up the process? You know, I feel like we know enough about, I mean, I don't know. This is, this is where I'm very much an outsider of like, I feel like we have, enough protocols at this point that you just you just do it we need to just get back to i mean how long do you leave these folks hanging out to dry because we're not able to go in there and assist you know well you know and two you got to give you know it's just the timing because we there's a new administration and there was things set that protocols set and and all this stuff is just trickle down at this point things are changing but it's got to go through all the different layers yeah. until it gets to where they're changing our policies, you know, mm-hmm. which is just, which has been fluid the whole time. It's just been changing and different one day to the next, you know, <clears throat> there's still all the extra, all the extra annoying, you know, putting on extra gowns and gloves and right. extra cleaning and extra all that. But yeah. I think it's just the timing. We're just right now in a particular little time zone, if you will. And it's just, this is just what we're looking at right now. I think we'll come out of it. You know, I think it's going to take some time to build the industry back up. Yeah. Cause it's not just us, you know, I mean, I'm only really talking about Genesee County cause it's where I work and live and, and whatever. This is where I'm directly affected. I think it's a nationwide problem. Yeah. Well, and we've seen that in the past. I mean, there's there's times where you can, it's a two, three-year wait to get into the nursing program. Right. And then there's other times where it's like they're just trying to get people in, you know. And I mean, right. we see that with teachers. We see that with a lot right. of different industries, you know. So, I mean, there's already an ebb and flow of how all that works. Um and like you're saying, it's just kind of an interesting moment in time. And I th- And I think something that... Pastor Jim talked about last year was we have to remember we're one day closer. This isn't going to be forever. This isn't right. Yeah. Today, how it is today on, you know, February 2nd, as we're recording in 2021, isn't going to be how it's going to be forever. So I, I think even right. yeah, yeah. looking at goals, being able to say, okay, this is, this is today. Um, it's not going to stay that way. And to be able to have that type of one more day, one more moment, right. one more patient, like do this next call with excellence, do this next call well, and then just mm-hmm. keep doing the next. Right. That's good. That's good there. Cause that's really what it has to come to. I mean, that's, and really for our survival. So like if one call right. is really bad, we have to be able to put that call down. And then this next one is like a whole brand new day. Yes. Whole new mission whole new set of circumstances, but yeah, it's just weird. I think everything has been, you know, t- 2k 20 hashtag COVID-19 right. as just like the catalyst to making everything seemingly worse than it really is. Right. You know what I mean? Just from all the restrictions and all the stuff just piles on. If it well, was just a normal, yeah. no COVID and we were low on staffing it'd still be hassle but it's just, we're coming out of something where everyone's so exhausted. Right. Everyone's putting so much extra time in and, and so much extra effort. And then, you know, so 
But I think about it this way too. Whether it's a month or two months, that's not physically tangible. It's just something that you perceive in your mind. Right. So, I mean, not that it's not important, but if, if you can kind of think about the fact that whether it's a month from now, two months from now, three months from now, it doesn't change how I want to show up today in this moment. That whole ambiguous amount of time in my head will feel different day to day, depending on how I feel that day, if that makes sense. Right. So, well, yeah. And, and that's, that's exactly true because like, if you look back, if you look back at last year for a lot of people, it seemed like it like lasted forever. Yeah. For me, it seemed like being on deployment. So it was like, and I'm 51, <laughs> like seriously, <laughs> like, and we're already back. We're back to the beginning. Yeah. And like, sincerely, it seemed like it went so fast from like March to December was like a blink of an eye to me. And then I have good friends that are like, no, dude, it was like the longest year in the history of years. You know, I, I, I don't feel so much like that. I think 2019 was super hard for us in some ways. Well, yeah. Um, so last year was almost kind of a break in some ways for us personally. So I would, right. I would agree with you. It kind of went by a bit quicker than I think it, it did like how you're describing that for other people. But I don't know. I mean, doing all of the, like getting up early and doing all the stuff like that we've talked about the, like the last few weeks on the podcast, just kind of sharing mm-hmm. like yearly changes. I even today just realizing how much I've gotten into the habit of just putting things off mentally and emotionally. Because it's like I can only handle so much in this time frame and I'm going to try to do what I can. Right. So there's, I feel like there's a fine line too between I'm, I've been avoiding so much because there's only so much you can do. And now I feel like I'm at a place where I need to take some things head on and I need to just take it as it is. Um, but in a very weird way that doesn't really shift a whole lot on the outside, but it's just a very slight shift on the inside, like mindset wise. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we have a whole new amazing year. And I think that if you believe that good things are coming and that change is coming and the reprieve is coming and all these things, and that's what you're going to see. Right. If all you see is this is just a horrible continuation of 2020 and my life still sucks and it's all horrible. Right. You know what I mean? I, I mean, I, I don't. Well, yeah, it's weird <laughs> you know? too because that was that's something that I would caution people is as whether it was is meant in jest, you know, as a, as meant as a joke or not. But to see people like one thing goes crazy, the first week of twenty one, it was like, well, twenty one is hosed. Right. You know what I mean? It's over. <laughs> like, it's no, gone. dude. It's like one day. <laughs> it's one, it was yeah. just one bad day for the country, and it's not everything is not screwed, but. I, you know, it's, I don't know, it's just with the time we're in and I think we'll survive it. And the people who that I've been doing this EMS journey with this, this kind of lifestyle for so long for all of us, it's just like, yeah, you know, is we were operating with this many people or fewer back in the day. There's been multiple seasons of this, Yeah. you know, so to, to look at it like that, to be in to encourage people who are just starting out 
you know, they maybe like one to five years in and they're exhausted and they just, all they hear is the negative. All they hear about is shortages and pandemics and all that stuff. It does get better. You know, this is, this is the, these are the kind of times that we'll look back on years later and tell the stories about, Yeah. you know, yeah. and it's just, it's not an easy career choice. Like first responder yeah. world is, and where it's different than, than like veterans and the military is like those guys, they'll go and they'll do a deployment, do an operation. And then they come back and kind of dial it back for a while. And there's some recovery and there's a time in the, in the you know, in the garrison in their, in the back or in their, wherever their permanent duty station is to recuperate and recover and review things. But, you know, first responder for police, fire, EMS is a daily all the time in the fight. So it's quite a bit different. And that's where like a few weeks ago, we talked about self-care. Yeah. That's why figuring, figuring out some kind of fitness plan and sleeping well and eating well and stuff like that. That's why those things are important. Absolutely. I'm even becoming more aware of like, oh, I'm not tired. I'm just stressed and overwhelmed. So I feel like I want to go take a nap. And I feel completely right. lethargic. I'm just stressed out right now. <laughs> right. So going for a walk or drinking a glass of water is probably better than just going and laying down and trying to avoid everything. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It, yeah. It's, it's very incredible to be an adult and still feeling, <laughs> still feeling, figuring stuff out, you know? Yeah. But I think but that's we've never of... been here before. If you, I right. mean, you only know what you know. We've, right. we've not been to this place in time until today. And so right. you do what you know. Right. So right. It, we got to give ourselves it's this balance. It's two edged sword. Give yourself some grace. You can only do what you can do, but at the same time you have a lot of responsibility of, like what goes through your own head, what you allow right. in, what type of mindset you want to keep. And it, it's a bit of work. I mean, I'm telling you all right now, <laughs> myself, it's a bit of work to change things that you slowly made habitual over a year or two time span. And then you turn around and be like, right. I feel like I'm nuts, but I'm not. I'm just having right. to learn new things. And that's, that's okay. You know, and there's, so like, and we look at this, you know, personnel shortage, as they're calling it. But I think the important thing for us to do, this is a time where you can use, for those of us in this field, or even those of us who know people around this field, this is a time where you use your platform, or you use your social media presence to educate, be constantly posting on like, this ailment is nothing that you would need to call 911 for. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can help your local first responders by not going to the hospital for flu-like symptoms. You know, you can assist with this, excuse me, this situation by not frequenting every ER because you don't like the treatment you got. You know, it's just, and there's just, there's a time now that we can feed into this or help ourselves by helping to educate you know, and not out of angst and not in a mean way. Right. But as first responders, as caretakers of the community, 
we can use our position to be like, listen, this is when you call 911. This is when you don't. You know, we've always talked about it, but there's never really been any public service announcements or any real messaging. Yeah. It's just, it's one of those things that you, we see a problem. So we talk amongst ourselves, you know, much yeah. like, much like if, if I may, the American Christian church, a lot of times we go in our own groups and we talk to each other about, you know, about the gospel message, but we don't say it to anybody else, but then we get mad at them for being mad at us because they don't know the difference. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So this right. is that same kind of thing where like we have this knowledge that we can impart on people who might not know. Cause there are people who generally don't know. They don't know. And they're in a position that the emergency room is their primary care. And like maybe help with that. You know, there's, there's a whole big thing. There's a whole, there's more reasons to why you know, that we run so many calls than, than just one. Yeah. yeah. And like, if we really want to be proactive, like, like I've said before, this can be, you can have a profession or you can have a purpose. Yeah. You know, and if you're just, you're just your nine to five or whatever, that's cool. You know, just then just go with the flow and take it as it comes. But if you want to be, if you want to have a purpose in this and for your community, because, you know, there's, there's like two sets of two, there's two groups and one group just really wants to help people. Yeah. They really want to help people. They want to be involved. They want to watch over and take care of their community. And then there's people who hate people or so they say, and they're just getting paid. And, you know, there's room for both groups, but group B isn't going to make a shortage of EMS providers go away. Right. Like you really have to want to be involved and want to help. Like if I was ever, if I, if I'm trying to give a pep talk here to EMS people, this is a job you have to want it. Like really, really want it. And if you don't, there's find something you do want. Right. So, I mean, you, you, you could make a lot of, you impact, you have the capacity to impact a lot of people in a really negative way. If you're, if you're yeah. not there for the right reasons, you know, and I, I think you can be there for the right reasons and still be tearing people apart as you go along just because you're hurt or afraid or whatever the number of reasons are that you don't right. face the things you need to face. And, and I'll say, too, like, it's a lot of work sometimes to face stuff, but it's so much more exhausting to just let it drag behind you because you don't want to look around and deal with it. You know what I mean? So. Mm -hmm. There's, I mean, there's been a bit of work to have to look at my life and decide what's working and what's not. I mean, there's a bit of work to have those hard conversations with people you like, people you don't like, and, and be mm -hmm. honest with it and stuff. But at the end of the day, it's it's better to do that than to ignore it. Because obviously, mm -hmm. if you're walking around super angry and mad at the world and hate people, it's it's not doing anything for your health. It's not doing anything for... No, yeah, no. On your the contrary, it's super peace. bad for you. Oh, it's super bad, you know? And so I think to just... I don't, I don't know. I mean, that goes into so many of other episodes and podcasts that we've had before where, you know, what you've been through matters and all that stuff. But I think... We have to be people that are willing to, I mean, you, okay, I'm, you guys are folks that are literally running into crazy situations. Like you're running into it. You're facing it head on your, your craziness, right? Like in my mind, in my accounting world, craziness, 
So, and we've said this before, if you're brave enough to serve, you're brave enough to, to heal, you're brave enough to, to face the other things. And I think that the more you face them, the realize you, you're, you can realize how much they don't have to hold you back regardless right. of how important they were. And, and to have your mess become your ministry, you know, mm-hmm. tests become your testament, like all those things and stuff. So yeah. this seasons like this are the the times we see people grow and become people that people look to for encouragement and strength and guidance. Um, and I think we all have that capacity to give and to be that we just, we have to believe it, you know? Right. I just say kind of in closing for me, I just say, keep to take care of yourselves, take some time to like recalibrate as often as you need. Just, yeah take a look at why you started doing this, you know, like last week's episode was so inspiring because so many people, you know, answered along and so many people like, yeah, have really great perspective about what it all comes down to really like rules or no rules. It really just comes down to doing right by our patient and our community. So keep our heads up, you know, I've said it many, many times as we are out here on these so-called front lines before COVID and we'll be here after COVID. And it's just like one of my favorite sayings of a ministry I follow is love anyway. It's just like, like the front lines are where we live. You know what I mean? And so we're going to do that and just, and love anyway, and just keep on doing it. That's good. I would say that we're going to, we're going to walk through this and Y'all are doing a phenomenal job and not having all the answers doesn't mean that you're failing. It just means that we're human beings that have the potential to learn new things every day. And so Mm -hmm. we're one day closer to being closer to another problem instead of this problem. (laughs) So thanks as always for listening. And I do need to say uh, we have some little housekeeping at the end of the episode. Um, Pastor Josh Wiegand has been the executive producer of the Lighthouse Experiment podcast for 71 episodes. <laughs> and then effective this week, immediately, Pastor Carl Jones, welcome PC, is now the new executive producer of the TLE podcast, which means absolutely nothing to you guys except for <laughs> they listen to it for quality and content. And make sure we're keeping things within the boundaries of our standards and practices. But thank you, thank you to them both. Yes, thank you. And that's that. Check us out on the <laughs> socials. <laughs> See you guys.